Hey everyone, today we talk about speed versus quality. What happens when you go too fast and is there such a thing as too much quality? And today's guest really guided and mentored me when I first started out as developer. And he's now my direct colleague and friend over here at Xebia, Albert Brandt. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you're on YouTube and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Enjoy. Welcome to Beyond Coding, a dive into the world of successful people in IT. From your sponsors, Zebia, creating digital leaders. Here's your host, Patrick Akil. Hey, Albert. How's it going? Hi, Patrick. How's it going? It's going fine. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking a lot, actually, already before this episode, so I can't wait to start. Yeah. I uh, invited you on to talk about speed versus quality. Uh, and how we hopefully uh, can get to a place where we have both even, mm -hmm. uh, even though it's kind of unheard of for some organizations. Uh, but let me kick off the topic and, and ask you, what's kind of the fastest you've gone within uh, a product development team? Okay, yeah, that's uh, already a very interesting <laughs> question, yeah. uh, Patrick. Uh, you, you said we wanted to do another question. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so maybe maybe we first should start with uh, what does speed mean? Mm. Uh, the, that that question. Yeah. Um, so speed for for many companies is uh, uh, is essential. Yeah, uh, you're moving in a competitive market, and um, it's really important to uh, deliver new features to users uh, to make your uh, to make your customers happy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that's only possible when you are going faster, or at least that's the idea, that you can only do that when you go faster than, uh, than uh, your competitors. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah. Uh, so yeah, looking at speed, well, one important part is uh, that you just want to implement something really fast. Mm. And when you do that, then yeah, uh, you need to, or exactly know what you're doing yeah <laughs> and if you don't know then you just have to assume your way through a lot of stuff um, and um, often you have to cut corners yeah cutting corners is uh, sometimes essential <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially uh, when uh, there are so many um, uh, yeah uh, edge cases that you have to think think about uh, yeah. sometimes it's just then just go with um, well, I'm I'm happy when uh, it it works in my case in the cases in my head, or yeah. it works if the uh, customer is uh, is happy with it. Uh, but of course, that introduces a lot of pain points. Yeah. Um, uh, the first thing is of course technical depth. Yeah, technical depth. Um, uh, if you uh, are going fast, then there are a lot of things that you didn't have didn't didn't really think through mm -hmm. properly. Uh, you can do this. Uh, you can make the wrong assumptions on many levels, of course. So um, the, the, I, I like to start, most of, most of the time, I like to start with a proper data model. Yeah. So the data model for me is the, the, um, the, uh, yeah, the source of truth in mm. my application. So if the data model is wrong, or well, of course, uh, every model is wrong, but yeah. some are useful, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if, if the data model is wrong for its uh, intended usage, uh, then that will lead to well, pain points later. Yeah, um, down the so, line. Yeah, down the line, right? Uh, um, the um, uh, if you can go fast right now, mm. but it will slow you down later, and then 
what was the use of going fast exactly. uh, in, the, in the first way? Are you then really going fast or exactly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like uh, uh, Max Verstappen <laughs> yeah. doing uh, great laps and then in the last lap, uh, bam, he smashes exactly. into a wall. Yeah, then you still lose all the advantage you built up. Yeah. Um, so it's not only important to go fast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe it's a good idea to just give an example of of how fast you can go. Sure. Um, and this is um, well, I've I've been a colleague of you for a long time, of course. Yeah. And, um, but this was before I uh, I went to do Cibia, mm. uh, and um, there was a customer at a uh, previous company, and they really wanted to uh, have something delivered uh, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And normally. Uh, this uh, we did such projects in three four months. Yeah. So it w- should have. Uh, they they said simply said, well can can we get this uh, in three weeks? Yeah. Sounds unreasonable. Sounds I guess. very yeah. unreasonable, very very unreasonable. But yeah. yeah, why why not? Okay. Uh, um, they paid really good. Yeah. Uh, it's um, it's the classical um, project management uh, triangle. Yeah. Throw more money at it. <laughs> yeah yeah you can go you can get it. Uh, uh, good or, or fast or cheap, and yeah. choose two. So they they said, okay, we'll choose. We'll try to uh, not not choose uh, <laughs> uh, good, but we want it uh, fast and cheap, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, then they made this trade off, or at least uh, the, the company that that wanted to do this. Yeah, they made this trade off, um, and eventually we did it in I think four and a half weeks. Okay, instead of three. Yeah, and they were. Uh, they they were okay with it. Okay, it's. Uh, some, I mean, some you, you cut like sixty six percent of the time out. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, so it seemed right. So mm-hmm. it seems. Um, but yeah, we eventually learned that uh, this was actually not there. Uh, th- this was not the end goal. Yeah, this was just a sort of a proof of concept to, uh, well, get a feet on the ground. Yeah, at a bigger client. Okay. So uh, the bigger client chose them. Yeah, and they chose us again <laughs> to to make it uh, better, <laughs> make, bigger, it scale. make it scale, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, then and then it slapped us request. in the face, right? Yeah. It slapped us in the face. So um, uh, th- that was kind of a lesson, like kind of a lesson, like uh, okay, so every time you say I want to go fast, yeah, um, you really have to hold press, or you really have to uh, clearly explain that you're going to cut corners, that you're going to. Deliver something that is uh, not the not it doesn't doesn't have a, a set of other qualities that yeah. you normally would deliver, um, uh, and yeah, of course, sometimes these things get lost, right? Yeah, uh, especially when you have a separate sales manager that that simply overpromises. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, yeah that was a that was an interesting project. So, um, but. But the interesting thing is that when you go fast, mm. um, when you're doing development, yeah. um, and you're doing development all day long, then you need the right environment, right? Yeah. Um, the, the, you need the right environment. So, um, yeah, for me, uh, that's personal. Um, for me, that's uh, working together with colleagues. Yeah. Um, and that is definitely, uh, 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 yeah, a. Uh, a way f- for me to 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 have some energy at the end of the day. So yep. if I would work uh, all day long uh, on a, on on separate projects or separate uh, uh, se- separate problem in a separate problem space, then 
then my head explodes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, at the end of the day, I feel miserable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if I have colleagues around me and I can constantly vent out that uh, something bothers me or there's something wrong or there's something that I want to investigate that that isn't really clear, yeah. then then that gives me the confidence that I can that I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Even though my colleagues don't know either the right answer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But at least the, uh, the, the, the they ground the, you. Yeah, they, they ground you. It can be uh, if you're searching for a kind of solution, it can be helpful just to well, do the rubber ducking. Yeah. At the uh, uh, just talk to uh, talk to the rubber duck or talk to a person who acts like a rubber exactly. duck. Exactly. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't don't be a rubber duck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I mean, if I think about it some advice that someone gave me when I was uh, looking to join a different company way back when, uh, is there's going to be three things you look at, right? What you're doing, so more on a, on a day-to-day thing. Uh, and then the why, why are you doing this? Could be a personal gain, could be even the greater good, right, that the, that the company yeah. has as a mission. Yeah. And the people you're doing it with, right? Because those are the people uh, that you're going to sit with day-to-day. And those can really, uh, I guess, normalize your ups and downs uh, and hopefully only the downs, right? You want high highs, but not as lows, uh, as low of a low, <laughs> I guess, that you would have otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you're in a bigger setting with multiple teams, then, yeah. then that might be easier. Yeah. Uh, but but sometimes, yeah, you're really confined in a very small space. Yeah. Uh, not physically, but <laughs> mentally. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, there's there's not that much room. Uh, uh, also, in the heads of other people around you, to, exactly to to make uh, to. Get get your ideas through and to make sure that 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 it works for you. Yeah, yeah. So so going fast is is mentally very uh, very heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. The uh, if you are if you can get into the <coughs> if you can get into the flow. Yeah, uh, and, and that is yeah. The flow is is maybe it's a, a, a for everybody it's different. Yeah. Uh, for for me it's really uh, uh, if I get a, a nice problem and it's all. It, uh, I, I know how to solve it, but not quite entirely yet. But the I have the f- I have the feeling that I can solve this. Yeah. Uh, then then for me, I this this is really a uh, yeah. The, I can really get into flow. Yeah. Um, and, and looking in uh, at, at past uh, past two years in uh, with the pandemic, or almost past uh, two years, mm. um, I think that that is really uh, uh, yeah has be, has been has become pretty tricky to get into the flow yeah especially when you're um, when you're at home yeah uh, I have three kids three young kids <laughs> yeah I'm really happy uh, that, that I have them and uh, I, I wouldn't uh, uh, th- this is this is okay but I have to mix my private life a bit with um, uh, but with, with yeah, your work uh, life. yeah w- with the work life yeah. and um, yeah it's, sometimes it's really hard to can then get into the flow so uh, sometimes I don't follow the the get into the flow strategy at all. Yeah. Uh, I just write down what I think is best to do and yeah. do it whenever I definitely can get into that flow. Uh, and that might seem unproductive, but I actually do all the thinking. Exactly. <laughs> but I do uh, already do it uh, at other moments in the day. And, yeah. And, or at other days in the week, right? It's, it's yeah. more distributed. It's it's a bit distributed. Yeah. yeah. And like, I think yeah that that. Is very uh, it's always very helpful to yeah. just have a notebook at hand somewhere and just jot down whatever thoughts you have about the problems that you see or uh, easy to just draw a diagram or yeah. 
or whatever you fancy, um, something that works for you to just make sure to yeah, get the get it out of your head because exactly. yeah, that that cleans up. That's uh, it's it's actually a, a classical way of uh, of of uh, getting a bit more peace in your head, right? Yeah, just write it down. it down. Yeah, just write it down. Yeah, I think that's that's completely fine now that we're working more remote nowadays. Yeah, but moving back to kind of the the speed versus quality aspect, a lot of things that you said actually align with uh, when I went the fastest, or at least the the kind of image I have in my head. Uh, and I was in a team with colleagues I already was familiar with, right? I knew what I had with them, mm-hmm. what they were good at, what they were less good at, uh, and they knew the same for me. Uh, we had a certain amount of autonomy um, and we had that kind of mindset and ownership of the thing we were building. Um, and it was a proof of concept, where you can name it a proof of concept, it was an experiment. But we knew we were going to throw it in the trash. So yeah. that's very important there, yeah, yeah, right? Your yeah. proof of concept all of a sudden needed to scale for some reason. Uh, and you probably didn't know that, otherwise you would have made some some different decisions. Uh, but for me, it was to be thrown out in the trash, right? Yeah. So we could do the minimal quality and obviously gain then the fastest speed um, yeah. and the fastest output yeah. for the thing that we were building. Yeah. But didn't you have any discussions mm. um, with uh, the potential I guess this is for a client, work, yeah. client work. Um, didn't you have any discussions or did the client have any discussions about, uh, shouldn't we, sh- oh, it, it feels so wrong, right? You yeah. do all kinds of work, you yeah. build something, it works for them. Uh, yeah, okay, it's a proof of concept, but yeah. hey, you can clickety-click and you can, it does bloop-de-bloop on yeah. the server. And yeah. Uh, for us, it was kind of a, the tool was for market research, right? Yeah. So it was yeah, on okay. a tablet. People were really good just going to aggregate data. Yeah, for us, okay. it was we didn't even have to question it. It was really just this is the goal. Then it's done, also. Yeah, because okay. it's about that data. Yeah, yeah. If it's a fixed uh, for yeah. a fixed goal, it's just for supporting uh, getting. Yeah, that, that that's understandable. But I think it, it goes think, into yeah. a problem because, <coughs> as you mentioned, it a lot of organizations see all of a sudden a certain amount of value in a proof of concept. Yeah, uh, and then even the the corners that were cut need to scale. Right, yeah. and if you have a table without legs, and all of a sudden they're like stack it as high as possible, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. gonna it's gonna burn down at the end. Yeah, or or now produce thousands of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I think that well, maybe it's a the classical uh, um, example of uh, that you that business doesn't exactly understand or doesn't have the same yeah. word for something that. Uh, uh, people with a technical background have. So yeah. well, I see a proof of concept exactly as the three words that are proof of concept. It's yeah. proof that some concept works. Exactly. So if you have proven that your concept works, yeah. then uh, you can throw it with it by the trash. But yeah. it, it feels like that a proof of concept with, which actually works, yeah. that it has more value. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, it is actually a very interesting question. So um, should... Uh, um, should you always try to strive to keep all code working yeah. at the end of the day? When, when is it done? When yeah, when is it done? Uh, when when can you? Oh, uh, or even uh, when is it dead? Yeah, yeah. When when can you stop uh, maintaining it? Uh, so yeah. that's a, of course a very important question nowadays. So uh, we we try to implement software and mm. we try to reuse software. That's of course always has been a difficult question how how can you reuse software for for the best then of course that software needs to be maintained yeah but we don't often talk about when is it done when is it finished exactly when, when can we uh, uh, shove it uh, to its grave yeah um, 
and and I think that we should actually have better discussions about that yeah. uh, at uh, uh, on, on especially on the business level. Um, yeah. And of course, yeah, that that again triggers. Uh, I guess <laughs> that it will trigger uh, discussions uh, about, uh, uh, for instance, rebuild versus uh, uh, evolutionary build. Yeah. And uh, we we all saw that uh, some uh, that, that most rebuild projects uh, or or. or uh, s- Rebuild projects or uh, um, uh, just uh, implement something that looks like what it is, but then with new features and and do it all at the same time. Let's say, let's call this, let's call this a digital transformation. Ouch! (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, That that that, yeah, it it costs so much money. Yeah, uh, and in the end. Uh, is it worth it? That's a really important question. So often uh, the people, the the person who has to pay for it mm. is not the person who um, uh, makes money of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a different, in a different team or on a different level, it's on a management level, it has been chosen. Yeah. Uh, on a technical level, you they'll can make it happen. It. Yeah, they'll just make it happen. Yeah. But sometimes you know, whatever you have is fine. But yeah. sometimes you also have to accept the fact that uh, it's not fine anymore. It, it's just not fine anymore, yeah. and there's no real good solution uh, except for rebuilding it or, 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 yeah, just creating a real new version that that has yeah. a certain feature set that wasn't isn't evolutionary possible. Exactly. That that happens a lot. That we're like at some point a company is like, man, what we have it's just not good enough anymore, right? We yeah. have competitions; they're going faster. How can we catch up? Or oh, by restarting. Yeah. Uh, but I really think it. it comes into the quality aspect of, of what they're building initially, right? Because yeah. I think the more quality you build in initially, right, if you're starting out greenfield and you're doing product development, um, the more it has to do with your longevity of your product. I don't have any data on that, mm-hmm. but I think higher quality also would mean higher longevity uh, in which you can basically maintain uh, a stable speed, hopefully a fast one, yeah, uh, longer down the line without having to rebuild what you already have. Yeah, uh- Pretty important, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it reminds me of uh, uh, this uh, American company uh, Uber. Yeah. Uh, a talk, uh, well, uh, a couple of years back already, uh, where they, uh, well, where the one of the uh, tech, uh, the team leads, the, yeah. he he showed that they had to skill and they had to skill incredibly fast. Mm. Uh, so every year. They had uh, uh, at least twice the amount of uh, users, of, tra- tra- of users, yeah. traffic, everything. And, yeah. Uh, the, uh, and yeah, that's that's really uh, amazing because well, it's challenging. It's, it's exponential, right? Yeah. So in the beginning, it's like okay, we can trade in this this well not so great NoSQL database for something uh, cache cache layer or something custom. Yeah. But if you have to do uh, <laughs> have to have to scale up twice every year. Then at yeah. some point you get stuck, or or at least you have to do some really weird stuff to to make it work. Yeah. And, and their stack was I I'm not entirely sure anymore, but uh, they, they they made some some wild cho- choices in the beginning. So yeah. some uh, some uh, not too low level programming languages. I think they even maybe you also use PHP okay. at some point for for some REST APIs and yeah. they they just kept it but then just made all the the underlying layer just faster and faster and faster and yeah yeah that's um, at some point you get into such uh, amount of speed that it's unfeasible to rebuild it 
Yeah. Uh, um, because, yeah, you have to scale up. Exactly. Uh, but uh, rebuilding it means that you are busy for a year and then oh, you yeah. just have to hope that it will be faster than before. Yeah. So that's, uh, that, that's an incredible hard problem there. Yeah. And but a I huge investment also. And investment, yeah. yeah. But maybe most companies uh, are not Uber. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Facebook. Exactly. Or, yeah. And then uh, it's a different story, right? Yeah. Uh, because you can. If you just look at the performance metrics, then you can just find something that is okay enough. Yeah. And, and maybe you can scale a little bit better. But yeah, uh, yeah most of these problems are well, non-existent uh, that, that those bo big boys have. Yeah. If we're looking back at that that triangle for like yeah. money, quality, and uh, and speed, yeah, um, it reminds me of a, a process where we were also going really fast, but we had a lot of off-the-shelf stuff, right? Things that were already battle-tested but we yeah. didn't have to rebuild it, right? We could take it off the shelf, hook it up, and all of a sudden we had kind of an e-commerce application uh, with a lot of content and a very minimal stack, right? Yeah. And the goal was to scale in a multitude of countries, which we could do because we could just spawn uh, more entity yeah. off the shelf, yeah. basically. I think companies forget that a lot of stuff is already out there, and for some reason we were building like a lot of it continuously. Yeah, yeah, the not evented here syndrome uh, yeah. is everywhere, uh, absolutely, exactly. yeah. Um, and especially when uh, you look at an evolutionary aspect, yeah. uh, then not invented here is, is really hard to uh, battle. Uh, yeah. Because uh, uh, if a company has a certain way of working uh, and, and all the developers already have tools, uh, custom-made tools for them, then it's really hard to say, okay, those tools, maybe <laughs> we should <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, th uh, throw them out. But yeah, d d definitely. Uh, it's all about making hard choices. Yeah. Uh, but also, yeah, it could be that you are in a domain where there's no tooling uh, for your problems. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've seen uh, almost in any every company that I came uh, was uh, some kind of a build, uh, build tool, yeah. uh, either on uh, in the pipeline or on a local machine. Yeah. Um, yeah, th those those things are, I would say, they, they are a solved problem. Please don't do this again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, of course, if you want to have feature X and Y and Z yeah. uh, together uh, in that tool, uh, then then probably, yeah, it's hard to find exactly the tool um, uh, that that does that. Yeah. But then maybe you have to say, let's just skip feature Z and yeah, just go with feature X and Y. Yeah. Or or it should be kind of part of your core business and your focus. Yeah. Uh, as a goal to solve that yeah. and not do X, Y, and Z plus also five different applications. Because yeah. split focus is no focus, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I was triggered by uh, what you said about your team um, uh, that you that you had your friends around you, yeah. or friend, let's call them friends, uh, yeah. co co colleagues that or, or <laughs> that you could almost almost call friends, uh, yeah. or at least do a beer with, or something like that. Yeah, um, I think that that is a really important part in um, in in how a team works. Yeah, um, uh, the uh, uh, you can actually go really fast if you are really uh, well played into each other. Absolutely. Um, if you have trust, and not only the trust from each other, but also trust from outside. Yeah. So if the, the team is trusted with that they can deliver and everybody in the team trusts each other, like eh, there's nobody who uh, does tricks or, or has his own agenda, Yeah. That, that that's great. And that is absolutely a, um, a really important factor in, in going going faster. Yeah. Um, yeah, by by no means I'm uh, I'm uh, promoting the uh, 
the the agile manifesto here yeah uh, but it's 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 really in, uh, important uh, the people go over the processes the processes should be there yeah but they should be facilitating that people can work better together exactly yeah yeah uh, and and I think that most companies uh, as a sort of reflex um, when when something goes wrong uh, they try to implement a new process oh yeah to to just make sure that this never happens again exactly uh, but but isn't it all about trust? Yeah. yeah. So um, the the team. So let's say that you see that a team uh, uh, is very nonchalant about the uh, about a very critical business uh, business problem. Yeah. Yeah. Then then you lose trust. Yeah. Uh, so because so it you, might be a risk. Yeah. 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 So so from a business perspective, there's there's of course risk, and yeah. uh, if uh, the technical team doesn't seem to have the same perception of the risk and the, the same perception of what they uh, how fast or how well treat uh, how how good they should be treating this, yeah. Then yeah, then then it's an issue. Exactly. Um, uh, and yeah, so there are many ways of of losing trust, but mm-hmm. also many ways of gaining trust, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the end, um, you should also not be fully disconnected, connected, right? It's not, not like yeah, you say as a business, you say, yeah, you, I have my my uh, here here are my wild ideas about exactly. how we should do, should do this, and then yeah. uh, the the team comes by and says, ah, no, now we uh, we will implement it like this. Exactly. Uh, uh, well, then you don't have any any discussion. Uh, so there there should be a, a live discussion between. Um, uh, had the trust, uh, uh, sorry, but, but between the uh, the risks uh, and and the resources and the and the ideas about uh, future ideas, yeah, and that should all be yeah be thought about and all be um, yeah. Uh, it's not only technical, right? yeah, yeah. Um, We're always dealing with people at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's yeah. always people. Yeah, yeah. I think trust trust is such a hard issue for me, right? Because in some environment, it's there or it's not there. Yeah. And it has a long history yeah. probably preceding it or even preceding you joining a team, for example. Yeah. Right. And then you have the trust within your own team, right? The people that you probably talk to more on a day-to-day basis. And then even kind of the organizational trust in the, the point of view they have on your team specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you've performed well, probably trust increases. Uh, but if you've performed poorly, right, yeah. be it for whatever reason, maybe you didn't get, get enough awareness of the thing you're building, right? That it was a mission critical system and that you should have put more attention to it. Right. If that awareness is not there, people are not going to take accountability or ownership of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard, it's a hard thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, that, that reminds me of this uh, Google research. Yeah. Uh, Google did internal research on, on how well their teams were performing. And, yeah. and they also tried to find well the key factor or one of the key factors or multiple key factors, yeah. and why some teams succeed in in their uh, achieving their goals and some uh, some don't. Yeah, and uh, well, one of the well, of course, it's a it's 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 a correlation. So uh, it's not that when you have trust, then then your your project will always go will go well. Yeah, but there's definitely a correlation between the teams that that do projects uh, well. Yeah, or at least within Google, then uh, and the trust they have. For each other, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, definitely something that you need to take care of. But there are so many factors that you need to take care of. Oh yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's uh, yeah. Uh, uh, are, are we still creating software here, <laughs> or <laughs> what are we doing? We're trying to uh, yeah. yeah uh, there, there are some. Uh, there, there's uh, a chief happiness officer, right? Oh yeah. Uh, somebody who uh, who keeps track of everybody and. Um, Tries to make sure that everybody feels happy. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, isn't that just sort of a, 
uh, a symptom. A placebo. Yeah, it, it's, uh, look, just looking at the symptoms and trying yeah. to, uh, to, to do something about the symptom, but not looking at the actual cause of, of for instance, the unhappiness. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, my, I, guess, I guess that some chief happiness officers look at the underlying hopefully causes. That's, hopefully yeah, they do. Exactly. Yeah, but also, yeah, so sometimes it's just like uh, a company says, yeah, oh, yeah, let's just do some fun trip and this and uh, let's yeah. do uh, uh, some uh, some party then and then uh, we're, we're all fine and dandy, right? But yeah. there's some creep, creeping... Uh, there's a problem uh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, trust issue there that, that uh, is not solved uh, easily. Yeah. So you definitely have to talk to all the developers and... and and make sure to, yeah, yeah figure it out basically. See, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I, mean, I think it's easier when you're when you're part of that, right? And you see those pain points, or you or you feel those pain points. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's a good thing, kind of a happiness officer. Maybe the the phrasing already has a <laughs> negative connotation with it. Um, but I do think it's true that happy people uh, are more productive. Yeah. I think that's true, right? Yeah. Because I, I've experienced that. Even you've experienced it. That when you have those colleagues the right environment, you are more productive or you get into a flow more easily or I guess your output is more. Mm. Uh, or even if it's just mentally, uh, yeah. even if it's just a mental thing, it's already good for you as a team or as a person, right, to feel more productive. Yeah. And then I think it goes back hopefully into your happiness as well. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, uh, um, uh, so there, there has been some research uh, last mm. year uh, by... Uh, Nicole Forskun yeah. and, and, and others. Uh, they, they looked at um, uh, at GitHub yeah. um, on, on what are the defining factors of, uh, uh, of productivity of a team. So yeah. that's, uh, of course, a very uh, important, uh, <laughs> yeah. important measure, right? And, and of course, uh, uh, they, 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 they too... Uh, came to the conclusion that it's not one just one thing; yeah. it's multiple things. So there's a lot of the, about the environment that you need to, um, yeah, make sure that it's there yeah. uh, or, or that it works. And so there's, uh, so the, the the paper it starts with a couple of myths. So it's really important to read those myths. Yeah. Um, uh, well, the, for instance, uh, the first myth I think is so from the top of my head is uh, that. Uh, uh, the productivity shouldn't be measured in activity, or, or at least it's not correlated with, with activity, activity yeah. right? So, uh, yeah, it goes activity. back into you kind of doing other things and thinking yeah, about yeah. something. If you're constantly uh, trying to extinguish fires, yeah, uh, because production you have production issues, and uh, there there's there's so much happening that is keeping you from just doing your uh, normal feature work, uh, yeah. uh, or there's so much tech depth uh, built up in your product, then yeah, no, by no means th this is the right uh, right way. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a great paper, by the way, the space space framework. Yeah. Um, and I think that there are many of examples of these kind of uh, frameworks or researches uh, where uh, yeah, where where it it they try <laughs> every time they try to point out that it's not. It's not the individual. So, exactly. Uh, uh, for instance, I hate the term 10 times developer. Oh, you hate it? Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> it's and a good it, marketing it's, thing. That's why we've it's used it. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely a <laughs> good marketing, marketing thing, but it's not true. So yeah. there, there's not no such thing as a 10 times developer, yeah. um, uh, which, which actually uh, has been debunked multiple times mm. uh, also by uh, our, co our, uh, our colleague uh, Evelyn. Yeah. 
Um, did she ever go to the, on the podcast? Ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah right. But okay. we didn't talk about that. But. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can talk <laughs> to her about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so the the ten time developer comes just from the simple fact that there are outliers. Outliers. When you measure, yeah. there are uh, there are outliers. And if you just say, have looking at the average and looking at the outliers, I see a ten time difference. So there should be there is there's, there's there is a person. There. Th- yeah, there's a person that is ten times more more efficient. Yeah, and the, 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 it's not the truth, right? Yeah, it's this is just one measurement. Uh, and um, yeah, it it all boils down to some kind of attitude or yeah. uh, um, some kind of experience level that you then have. Yeah. Um, it's much better to have a full, complete idea about what you're building yeah. uh, than uh, that you can go really fast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's about, I guess, so first of all, it's it's whatever data you look at and how you want to interpret it, right? Yeah. Uh, but it does have to do with kind of productivity and impact, I guess. Yeah. Right. If I can make other people, by virtue of my role and my being there, I can make other people more impactful and, and more productive in a way, or even more happy, mm. uh, then I am acting as some kind of multiplier. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if that's a 10x or, or whatever, but yeah. it's a good thing to have that. It, it can even be the, the chief happiness officer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They can be kind of a multiplier in making people more happy, yeah. which hopefully in turn makes them more productive. Yeah. Yeah, but the original 10-time developer was really somebody who was capable of doing yeah. much more story points for whatever, output. For, for whatever yeah. output they uh, they measured. Yeah. And, and that's unfair. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because yeah, some people are, uh, if you uh, have so, many, so, ma- so much experience doing a certain thing over yeah. and over again, then yes, of course, you can do it faster. And yeah, this is, yeah. This is not about some generic problem solving. Exactly, uh, this is a really weird space actually to try to measure yeah. me- measure something. So Wait, I a, mean, yeah, a computer might even win then at the end. If we can, if it's <laughs> such a simple problem, yeah, then we can probably generate some code out of it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think that the ten-time developer should already have automated everything <laughs> that he, did, <laughs> he or she did yeah. away, uh, so that uh, you would have an infinite uh, developer, exactly, uh, automated developer, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah. <laughs> So moving back to kind of speed versus quality, um, why do you think it goes wrong in a lot of organizations that they cut too many corners and and in the end have to redo kind of the whole thing they've built up over the years, uh, but just by virtue of cutting those corners, I guess. And even then, how much quality is is too much quality? Is there a thing as as too much quality? well, first, first first question. First things first. first. (laughs) The too much quality is definitely something that I... Uh, yeah, that that I have an opinion about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, but w- w- when does it go wrong? Yeah, um, uh, I, yeah well, it, it's easy because um, it's easy to see that, uh, or it's not easy to see yeah. what the consequences are when going fast for a moment and cutting corners, right? Because it's far ahead in the future. Yeah, it's it's some, always something in the future, yeah. and especially when you do a more of a project project management style, uh, if you just have projects, then um, you have a fixed deadline yeah. and you should be able to deliver and well then uh, m- maybe you have some uh, yeah, you have some hiccups in the at the start of the project and, and things need to speed up. And there yeah. are all kinds of reasons why this is not going to work and at the end, if uh, the uh, project uh, goals are not reached, then the entire project is has failed and yeah. maybe even uh, you don't get the money that you uh, were supposed to get so yeah there are all kinds of um, 
bad uh, uh, influences. Bad. There's there's always pressure there. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that yeah, focusing too much on quality is is another thing. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, the uh, it's an interesting analogy. Um, uh, so we have a uh, we well maybe before the pandemic we had we have a lot we have a big issue with uh, traffic in yeah. the Netherlands. So uh, lots of lots of cars, uh, uh, lots of people want to go to work. Lots of people live. Uh, uh, far away from the work, so they have to travel uh, by car. Yeah, uh, we have uh, traffic congestion all uh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> now we saw that during the pandemic, pandemic, or at least at the start of the pandemic, pandemic, it was solved. Yeah. For a while. No more traveling. No more traveling. Yeah. Um, and, and this actually, well, there's a there's a nice model uh, to to this again, a model, <laughs> uh, which uh, which states that had. Uh, uh, the uh, the amount of traffic uh, will always be uh, in line with the amount of roads that you have. Yeah, and this makes sense, right? Because uh, at some point, uh, people will say, "I'm not going to stand uh, go, go with car, go by car, yeah. or, or uh, this is too far, or I'll just move closer to to where I, wherever I work." Uh, so there's there's some break even point, right? Mm. Um, and maybe. The break, maybe the break-even point hasn't even <laughs> been reached yet. Yeah. Been reached yet in yeah. the Netherlands, but we do have sometimes we have really bad congestion. Yeah, um, and and so the model also predicts that um, you can't solve this mm. by adding more roads. Yeah, because adding more roads means that at the short term, uh, it's solved. It's solved. Yeah. but then because there there people notice that it's less busy on the roads, people yeah. will. Take, we'll take those take, roads. Take, take those roads. We'll yeah. take their cars. Uh, that will they will uh, again uh, commute more often. Yeah. Thus filling those roads. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's the same with uh, with with many of the quality factors, right? Mm. Um, so you could say that uh, let's say that you have a fixed budget and you yeah. want to spend some time on on quality of a product. Uh, so you have some ideas about okay. Uh, 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 we definitely need to do uh, something like test-driven development or, yep. or something similar. <coughs> we need to invest uh, some time in uh, in, in have uh, have a continuous integration loop, uh, continuous deployment even. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe do uh, trunk-based development to make our uh, uh, to skip all those PRs uh, yep. and, and always do pair programming. But the fun thing is that all the time that you gain with that mm. <laughs> is then. Consumed by all the other things. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, if you um, uh, if you if you choose a, from a palette, right, and you say I want to have this, yeah. uh, then uh, automatically all the time of your project goes into that. And if yeah. if you want to push the quality to a higher level, yeah, then uh, uh, automatically. Uh, so if you raise the bar, then automatically more time goes into that. So it's it's really uh, yeah um, a uh, it's a skill, yeah. so you really have to uh, think about all the effects. Uh, so you can't go. Uh, so the, the, I'm a consultant. Mm. Uh, I, I sometimes on a project, I, it's easy for me to say, as a let's say as an outstander, uh, outsider, uh, you have to focus more on on quality X because that's yeah. really important, and I'm not seeing that here. Uh, but of course, yeah, by saying that, then the time that was meant spent on other things moves to that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you don't. Uh, it's really 
Yeah. You can't have it both ways. You can't. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Again, it's the pyramid. It's the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You, you can't move. You can't. You can't just pick two. You, yeah, yeah. There's there's no other way. So yeah, it's it's really a um, yeah, and of course yeah, the pyramid is really a uh, black uh, and it, white kind it, of thing. It's, it's re- yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's too simple. It's it has been proved that it's too simple. But yeah. uh, but but there's a truth in it, right? Sure. So it's a, it's a, a rule of thumb. Um, uh, and and with most of these quality factors, uh, so um, I, I've seen developers that say, yeah, but I'm now going to well. Uh, Build another, so they have ten unit tests for a class, and then yeah. they say, "Yeah, but I'm not finished yet because I have lots of other use cases." And they start to build more unit tests. Yeah, and at some point they have sixty or seventy unit tests, and then they say, "Yes, I'm finished." Okay, um, which, which is good. Maybe it's a really important class. Yeah, it depends. It depends. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you often only know when it's important whenever it's in production. Yeah, so maybe. Uh, yeah, spending so much time on, on unit testing it yeah. uh, to to get, for instance, one hundred percent coverage was not really a good idea, because you could have better spent that time later on something else, uh, maybe on uh, some other test, maybe maybe an overarching end to end test, yeah, uh, or, or maybe on some other quality factor uh, like uh, hey, this this class uh, is part of an application that needs to run distributed, yeah, yeah, so we have to scale it and it's not ready to scale, so let's put time and effort in to scaling it and not spend too much time on uh, on the those damn unit tests, yeah, on those numbers, <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah, because even though we're, unit tests are a good thing, I think you and me both agree, <laughs> I, I totally yeah, agree, by but the way. that yeah. that that number, right? Even uh, we laid it out before, it's the data you look at is a hundred percent. Coverage is that the thing you should be aiming for? Uh, probably not, because there's a lot of things you can <laughs> yeah. better spend your time on, right? Yeah, time is not infinite, yeah, uh, and therefore we should spend it as effectively as possible. Yeah, yeah, it's a, and and also, well, one hundred. Okay, yeah, we, we, we can <laughs> we can spend the rest of the episode talking yeah. about uh, unit tests, but of course, one hundred percent unit test coverage says nothing. Yeah, about the. Uh, about what, what's uh, being about, tested, yeah. What what's yeah. being tested, yeah. So it, it does say something, of course, about uh, the coverage, uh, about uh, at, at least about the code paths. Uh, yeah. So f- it's it's for instance a good way, I would almost say, uh, for uh, a less senior person to think about, uh, think better about the code that you write. Yeah. But at some point, you will get in, uh, at a cert- some some level that it's that you can just focus on, um, yeah, building. Uh, um, that you already take all those things uh, uh, with you with, with you in yeah. your uh, while while writing the code yeah and of course yeah then still test uh, something like test driven development can help you uh, yeah. and and I uh, think it's uh, really a, a great way of of, of uh, writing code but yeah. some uh, test driven development definitely asks a lot about you um, uh, and is sometimes also not really possible in, in some settings yeah uh, so yeah if it's not possible then yeah what what could you then do exactly yeah <laughs> don't use it because you want to use it or you think it's the best way but use it when it's most effective when it's when it's effective yeah. yeah yeah so yeah about those unit tests um, I would rather see a couple of well thought through unit tests yeah that are not covering every every aspect yeah. Than uh, than some old crazy yeah. 100% paint, unit tests. Paint green. <laughs> yeah, and of course, uh, unit tests are code as well, so yeah. somebody needs to maintain it. Oh yeah, that's um, a good point. Yeah, so yeah, the, the unit test, yeah, uh, especially when it doesn't add any uh, confirmation about any of the qualities in your system, then yeah. you might as well just throw it away after you build your class, because all it has, it was actually a proof of the concept of your class. Hey, yeah. it's a proof of concept. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. But, um, no, the the uh, maybe the speed versus quality is a mm. is a false dictomy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I practice this word, right? <laughs> Dichotomy. D- dichotomy. 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 Right? Yeah. yeah. I got him. Dichotomy. <laughs> um, because speed. May, uh, so isn't speed or uh, something like velocity? Yeah. Uh, let's let's put an, an illity behind it. Yeah. Uh, isn't that just another quality? Yeah. So um, uh, you just should you should actually treat it uh, like one of the qualities of your project. Uh, uh, and and the same goes for uh, how much cost does something cost? Isn't that a quality as well? Yeah. Uh, so uh, paying uh, attention to how much something costs or paying. Uh, attention to how much mental <laughs> m- m- mental uh, uh, problems some, something can cause yeah. uh, while while pushing the envelope, right? Uh, that that's also very important. Yeah. Um, and and of course, uh, everybody will say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, the developers shouldn't be pushed too hard, but there yeah. are so many organizations that have this this classical oh we're in a time crunch so oh, let's yeah. let's say that uh, from now on everybody needs to stay until eight or yeah uh, work, or work overtime in the weekends etc yeah or and even I, they'll throw more people at it or yeah yeah, yeah. but luckily there's research that mm. says that it only <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it only the only belates belates projects right exactly it's, I think it's a very good yeah. analogy to the to the roads thing you said because it probably opens up a new road, which yeah. then in case also gets congested and then you're yeah. stuck with another person that's also not as productive. Yeah, yeah, especially because that, uh, again the new person yeah. they need to be uh, uh, they need to be onboarded in some way. Yeah. Uh, if it's somebody who is not familiar with the domain, that's uh, an entirely pro- well maybe an entirely different uh, problem. Yeah. But maybe if you grab some team member from the same company, right, then he he or she is probably aware of the domain, but then still, it, there's so many intricate things that you need to learn, and yeah. so many code that you probably haven't looked at, yeah. um, uh, so many um, yeah pieces of missing documentation or or outdated documentation exactly. that, that you have to <laughs> work through uh, to uh, to to wrap it in your head. And yeah, yeah, you're you're never productive, and other people. So you have to ask other people, and other pe- people are busy as well. So yeah. they again have to divide the work. Yeah, same problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but when when would you say you found the speed sweet spot? Then kind of as a last question, because you come into either an organization or a team, yeah. and then at some point you're like, man, they're moving fast, and they have that quality built in, right? They have a good amount of coverage, whatever that may be. Yeah, uh, it might be the baseline they've set, but at least they're having it, and all kind of the crucial paths are covered in the quality that they're aiming for. <clears throat> how, how do you see that? There's a sweet spot there, or what would that look like? Yeah, it's a Again, the, the, the normal the normal consultant answer is yeah. it depends, right? Um, so yes, it depends. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm not sure if there's a sweet spot. I think mm. even it, it can move yeah. uh, while uh, while you do your things, right? Um, uh, mo- most of the time, as a consultant, uh, I'm asked to uh, have I, I have some experience or knowledge that uh, is missing in a company, yeah. or, or uh, they have some issue with. Uh, for instance, or maybe the the speed is all right, but the quality is lacking. Yeah. So then you have to uh, upgrade both, right? Or or at least focus on on the other part yeah. while while maintaining the same speed and and probably uh, by by focusing on the quality aspects around speed, you yeah. in, in, increase you the speed. Increase speed. Yeah, yeah, you increase the speed uh, at the end as well. 
but that's really hard to sell, right? So yeah, and that's not as attractive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, the, the, uh, it, it might be interesting to say uh, I'm going to predict that you will be ten percent more effective. Yeah. Uh, um, at the end, but yeah, let, let's not do that because then it's well, it becomes so yeah. There there can be so much reasons why this doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like that answer because you can see it as kind of a scale, right? On, on quality on one end, on, on speed on the other. And yeah. you need to keep that in balance, right? As soon yeah. as you see it's kind of off balance, uh, you should focus on the other one and make sure it's in balance again. Yeah. And obviously more quality also will result in more speed if you do it the right way, yeah. basically. And don't paint it green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, <coughs> yeah, the, um, again, it's, 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 it's the, it's the it's the money that that I find f very important. Yeah. Uh, so uh, um, as a consultant, uh, uh, you don't expect me to do something that uh, someone um, that that can be hired much cheaper can yeah. can do as well. Uh, so I have to do something that that other people can't. Yeah. Um, effective and impactful. Yeah. Effective, impactful, um, and and well, that's yeah. Uh, s sometimes. Uh, it doesn't end up the the way you expect it to end up. Yeah. Uh, so there are some projects that uh, um, I, I hoped to deliver more for, uh, but but in the end, uh, it's the company itself that it's uh, that is difficult to uh, where it's difficult to introduce change. Yeah. Uh, or they have some kind of traditional hierarchy, and it's really hard to break through there. Um, and and yeah, that that's something that is um, even when telling. If we can do this, then we will speed up and yeah. we will be faster. But uh, if the company every time says, "Yeah, but we have this planning, it's yearly planning, and yeah. it's it's already set. Uh, everybody will work, and then we will, they will work overtime, and then everything is fine. Uh, they, it will fit in this uh, in this planning." Yeah, yeah, that's a, a pretty bad. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's yeah. Th then you have to in be involved in another, on another level, and then it's again uh, a piece uh, a piece of trust, right? Yeah. But then it's a, a trust of uh, a higher man managerial level uh, towards uh, towards the teams on, on how they deliver and, and what they can deliver. Yeah, it's a it's a difficult puzzle at the end of the day. At the end and, of the and day, we're yeah, all yeah. just humans and, and trying to fit it in yeah. uh, the best we can, I guess. Yeah. But thank you for coming on, Albert. I uh, I laughed a lot and I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was great to be here. Yeah. Uh, and ne next time we can uh, talk about uh, all the other things, of course. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all the things we didn't talk about. All the things that we didn't talk about. I have so many review, uh, <laughs> research papers lying around that exactly. are really interesting uh, to talk about, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I love okay. it, man. Yeah. Thanks again. And uh, Albert Brandt, everyone. Beyond Coding. From your sponsors, Zebia, creating digital leaders.